1: The Go
2: Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. New Toyota showrooms at Now in Glasgow and Hamilton.
3: Let's go! Good evening and welcome to the Burns Night special with Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant, Paul Cooney. For far, your honest, sauncy face.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Are am even Scottish? I don't know what I'm saying yet. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> welcome, Burns Night, Barry. A big one. Some Haggis Neeps and Tatties But Smith. Mm, Is he no, your I, favourite?
5: No, I, I, I've got a bonus for you. I don't like Haggis, Paul. No? No. No, I've never liked it. Um, have you tried I'm it very, properly? very plain yeah. eater. I, I know you are, but mm-hmm. even I like it, and I'm plain. No, I've seen the, you eat. The, but <laughs> but have it you. with the tatties and the, and the neeps, no no. no? no, I'll leave that one out.
3: Chris, producing tonight, can we get some in this evening? Peter, what about yourself? You? <laughs>
4: yeah, last yeah? Two, two, three years, I like it, I must admit. But it's only yeah. been the last two or three years, I must admit. Yeah. You know, I've tried it, so oh, I've really enjoyed it. Well, if you're heading out to a burnt supper tonight, of course it could be any night, or
3: if you're just having it at home, stay tuned the next couple of hours there's a lot on the go. we're watching the transfer deadline 6 days 5 hours 55 seconds to go and also what's happening at Pataudry Jim Goodwin went in yesterday the players had a day off Maybe tell them some of them to take a, a lifetime off after the performance at Darville But all credit to Darville You know, we had Mick Kennedy on last night and the night before. He's got an agent now, I think, Barry. <laughs> How was, long was he on for? <laughs> oh just the ten minutes he was uh, he was absolutely <laughs> no, brilliant, listen, wasn't what, what he? what a result what?
5: for um Mick Kennedy and his, his Darville players and, and see Bonus Paul watching the game, certainly in the first half. I thought they were excellent. Second half Aberdeen made a couple of changes Johnny Hayes coming on did make a difference they, they pushed um, Dardal but the goalkeeper made some excellent saves I thought they defended for their lives and I've got to be honest they thoroughly deserved to get into the next round to play Falker Peter, what did you make of it?
4: No, I was really impressed the way they tried to play and it, sh- it shows you if you're brave enough to play it's the best way to play mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can go back to front, you can make it difficult, you can mix the game up and I think that's what they've done very well. I thought they mixed the game up very well. They you when they put Aberdeen under pressure, then you went to play through it and to do that you've got to have intelligent players but also the braveness of the manager allowing you to play that way you know and take the chances and they played themselves out of real danger at times you know and I was really impressed with them and the pitch was magnificent yeah, I've got to give the ground I'm to them a great that. what
5: I mean, wow, a fantastic pitch no excuses with the pitch I thought it was in brilliant condition and then you look at our national stadium mm. the week before yep. which was an absolute nightmare to play on for the, for the team so there was no excuses for Aberdeen um, and to be fair to Jim Goodwin he did say that before the game that the Aberdeen players were surprised how good the surface actually was. But I thought some of the football that, that Darvo played, and, and look, there's a lot been said that they've spent a bit of money, and, and they have, and guys have played at the higher level. Yeah. Um, but to go and show that performance live on TV, it's a credit to, to Mick and his staff.
4: Do you know something? When you look back at it, probably the Aberdeen players would have been easier if it would have been a quagmire, because it probably went forward a lot quicker than they did. Yeah. I felt they pl- passed the ball. Square and back too often and I know that wouldn't be Jim i would be making that decision mm. players would be looking at the surface and saying oh this is a good pitch they play mm-hmm. on and I think that was probably summed up in the first few minutes they take about 3-4 minutes probably to get into the opposition half you know and I watch Newcastle everybody talks about players and the standard and the quality yeah. they take the kick off last night put it right in Southampton's corner mm-hmm. and I know it's a small part of the game yeah. but when you've had a result like a 5-0 defeat for me Common sense takes over, and you say, "Right, we're going to turn it on to Darvel. We're Darvel turning up tonight. That's what I've been saying to our players. We're Darvel turning up tonight. We're going to make this a cup tie because everybody's expecting us to do this, that, and the next thing. But Let's didn't. make it a cup tie. Let's make it a fight or a scratch, and hopefully, our quality will take over. You know, and that doesn't come down to the manager. That's decision making. It makes up for you. You know, and but only one up front. Yeah, but that I suppose that's the system that Jim's been playing. Yeah. But me okay. personally. I had went with two I like playing with two strikers because that's the, the different but you've got the you had Miofsky, is it on the bench, on the bench yep. he's a goal scorer and I've been impressed with him he's decent there You're, but it also gives you two targets I agree with you it gives you the bit of pace you've got the bit of height and also you, then you play in the opposition's half and it, then you maybe take over and start to play your stuff you know and hopefully your quality is going to take over but to do that you've got to earn that right and it doesn't matter who you are you've got to earn the right
5: I, I just looked at Aberdeen and not one player apart from Johnny Hayes when he came yep. on took responsibility mm-hmm. but you're talking about yeah. Aberdeen who I think are, are one of the, the top teams in Scotland third third best so they say for me it's hearts by a country mile but I'm watching Aberdeen and that'll be the thing that'll worry Jim Goodwin nobody taking responsibility on that pitch Does this give a chance to other teams smaller teams to come up through in the pyramid
3: systems getting better but there's still holes in it, isn't there? You know that when you were at Celtic. They Kelty, make it so hard. They do, for, don't they? Well, it's the vested teams,
5: interest. They don't yeah. want the teams below Teams from lower up. league, Yeah, I've seen it myself. Um, teams for the west of Scotland, teams for the east of Scotland, they make it so difficult because there's ambitious clubs down mm. there. Um, they, they're trying their best. You, you just look at Darville, the, the surface they had, their stadium, it's a tidy stadium and there's a lot of clubs like that and I just think the league clubs are worried that these clubs in the pyramid system below League Two are more ambitious. The league clubs yeah. are paying a lot
4: less as well. Paul, well, that's that's right, they're, they're paying bigger wages yeah, aren't they, than teams in absolutely. the first division. Absolutely, hundred percent. You know, so we've got yeah. a, they can attract players because some players are not interested in what team they're playing for. I don't mean that disrespect for whether yeah. they're playing in the league or they'd rather go to the lower leagues yeah. and earn more money because they're still Short working sure. and they're still working. You know, so the finances they play and they get looked after better. Yep. they get looked after look better look the dressing rooms I bit, a bit <laughs> medically and everything they get right. looked after really? better yeah. oh, absolutely 100% yep. okay. you know and that's a big problem you've got and that's attraction for some of
3: the other groups as well some transfers there's another one today Celtic at last the South Korean striker Hyun Oh is now a Celtic player around 2.5 million the deal and uh, it's a 5 year deal Peter what do you think um, well what do you think we
4: don't know much about the player yet but is it Angi Trust well you have to because so far so good it's been brilliant and, and also the fact is the one thing that I've been impressed with them before anyone goes out the door they've always got a replacement and that's the way they've worked it so far and it's been tremendous and listen if it works out the same way I mean I'm disappointed to see Jack and Giacomacus go I must admit yeah. as a supporter because I liked him I thought he, he offered something different to what they have in the club but as he, he said but to be see the new sign and how he plays is that his strength all these things because we talk about Giacomacus probably started slowly but we knew his quality in Holland this is another one and listen the manager knows him the manager seems to know him very very well actually when you hear him talking about him so you have to trust him and I don't think they'd be letting Giacomacus go if he didn't think he was up to the quality that he thinks could help Celtic
3: Barry offered to drive Giacomacus to the airport I think it's going to be a big miss
4: Mm -hmm. I honestly do as I
5: said um, he's grew on me he was a bit behind because obviously he'd missed pre-season, yeah. um, so he's he's playing catch-up in terms of fitness levels with his teammates, but yeah, he's, um, he's certainly impressed me, and he does the hardest thing in the game, he knows where the back of the net is, and what I like about him is he scores all different type of goals, um, he's a real poacher, but also he can score from outside the box, and score with his head, so... Um, I do think it will be a big miss for Celtic still waiting for confirmation on
3: that but there's a few days to go but undoubtedly now that the new striker is here and signed you would imagine he will go Atlanta are back in from the MLS they were mentioned a few weeks ago I know a Japanese club are in for him but we're still to find out where Jikamakis is going uh, Rangers there's no word yet today on Nicholas Raskin as we all know Todd Cantwell signed a couple of days ago and we heard him last night speaking about a number of things uh, particularly his
6: fitness my fitness is good um I'm lucky really I've got quite a good base fitness anyway and um, just because I haven't played does certainly not mean I've been working hard so in terms of fitness wise I think I'm, I'm obviously not in the place I'd like to be because you know you can only get match fitness from playing games right so um, I'll, I'll take a little bit of getting up to speed but in terms of base fitness I think I'm in a good place. In a good place, Rangers, I
5: think there's going to be more activity, Barry. No word today on Raskin and Whitaker as well, yeah. they're, they're mm. still um, trying to sort that deal out but in terms of Cantwell I'm looking forward to seeing um, how he does up here there's no doubt he's got ability but his career stalled over the last 12 or 18 months and sometimes a player needs um, that move to a a different uh, surrounding so um, I'm sure the Rangers fans will be excited what he can bring to the Rangers team
3: Peter you know all about his old club Uh, here he is talking about Norwich and why he signed for Rangers
6: you know, I've, I think I said yesterday. You know, I've always been been someone that wants to win, and obviously, it's embedded in Rangers to uh, to win games. And you know, it's something that I accept as a challenge. And uh, exactly that. You know, the European opportunity is, is fantastic. You know, every player wants to play in those sort of competitions. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to getting going. And he spoke about Norwich. Um, I think, to be honest, I think sometimes in in football, anything in life, really, sometimes you just need a, a, a fresh start and a, a new sort of new set of scenery, really. Um, and I think you know, at Norwich. You know, as a club I came through at is um, a club that I hold very close to my heart. I've spent a lot of time there. It was very difficult, but listen, as a footballer, you have you have quite a short career. It goes quite quickly, and um, you know I don't want to look back with any regrets. And you know, when I spoke to Ross and I spoke to the manager, it was it was pretty clear that this was the right move for me. Peter, listen, I've
4: known Todd since he's been a kid. Obviously, yeah. coming through the ranks, I've seen him play a hell of a lot of games. He's a talented boy. There is absolutely no doubt of that. He's a Norwich boy. I think he lives in Deerham, which is about five minutes from the training ground. You know, so all this sort of stuff. So he's a talented boy. I don't know where he'll play for Rangers, if he'll play in the 10 or if he'll come on off the left-hand side. He can play any of the sort of three positions behind the striker, but you can see a pass. He's got all the different things, you know, as I said. The different, as I said to you before, and probably people tend it the wrong way, what I'm saying about is that your twitters and all this sort of thing, he seems to have a wee pop back at certain things that get said about him. You've got to stay away from that, especially in Glasgow. Yeah. You know, if you're going to have a... Somebody's giving you a bit of criticism, no matter if 100 people praise you, but the one guy that doesn't praise you, that's the one guy you're going to read. And then you start answering back to and everybody piles in. And I felt that happened in Norwich because, listen, I thought he was very successful at Norwich, actually. You know, people are saying oh, that was a difficult time. Only a small period it was. You know, I thought he'd done exceptionally well and that's why he was getting talked about for millions of pounds going to Newcastle and whatever prior to that. He is a talented boy. I'll be interested to see, you know, how he handles the pressure in Glasgow that's the big thing because being even brought up in Norfolk is completely different sure. you know because um, 99% of them are all Norwich supporters yeah, and love their club and everyone's sure. about Norwich you know you go somewhere else where the expectation is obviously massive mm-hmm. you know and how he handles that talent wise I said no question marks he's got the talent you know and I really like the boy Whitaker. Mm-hmm. I've seen him quite mm-hmm. a bit as well I think he's a real talented boy so it'll be interesting where he's going to shuffle all these boys when they come in if, if he ends up with Whitaker as well you know, because Tillman and all these guys are always sort of playing that area of the pitch. I know you've not always got people fit, but it makes the, the squad stronger. And Todd is up. There's no doubt he's got the talent, but it's the other things that he's got to be careful up here because Glasgow is completely different. <laughs> I was saying that last night to the guys. one so solution different. come
5: off it. Uh, have you on social absolutely. media? Yeah, absolutely, Don't yeah. go on it. Listen, yeah. that, that, he's, listen. You know, I've sampled anything like the west of Scotland yeah. up here. That the, the eyes will be on him The demands, expectations. Um, so I'm looking forward as, as Grant says I mean I've done a bit of digging looking into him and, and he's certainly got the ability there, there's no doubt about that it's where he's going to play and what I've I've seen with Michael Beal the kind of age that he's going for his guys at 22, 23, 24 that he can obviously coach and try and improve them um, so they're, they're obviously trying to bring the age of the Rangers squad
4: down a bit if you think about it as well but it's all the ones Michael's seen when Michael was a youth team coaches at Liverpool and because that's when obviously Raymond and that and Todd not all played against them. So he was seeing them all playing at that particular time, you know. And he was one he was younger than Raymond about a couple of years, I think, or a year or two. And they all played against each other. They're playing at Anfield, and there was no doubt they had the talent to play because Norwich always brought up good footballers. Yeah. You know, there's a hell of a lot of players went through Norwich football. Foo- oh yeah, absolutely. Side. And that's yeah. the way it is. Mm. And so, Michael used to be playing against them. It was always tough games, you know, and it was ironic because he always used to play their games at sort of Anfield or Carra Road, right. you know, because yeah. the way they played, because people would come to watch the games. But Michael's getting their players that he knows. He's been in there, he's probably seen them at 18, 19. He's kept an eye on them. You could see that when he was at QPR as the manager for the short period of time. You could see that with some of the boys that come up to Rangers under Stephen Gerrard. It was that sort of youth era yeah. that would all come through because he'd been at, was it Chelsea? He'd been at um, Liverpool? He obviously went to Brazil, yep. you know, and all. But he knew all the youth players and all the ones around about that age for Michael would have been working. Todd Cantwell's been speaking about Michael Beale.
6: And yeah, you know, when I spoke to the manager, his incredible depth to his detail um, in sh- such a short sort of first opening conversation really really opened my eyes up to kind of what it was I was potentially signing up to. Obviously, as a player, you want that sort of clarity before you come up. Um, you don't want to come up as a winger and end up as a left back. So yeah, no, he, he's been pretty clear with with what he wants from me. Um, obviously naturally every manager wants a player that's going to work hard and give them 100% so that's that's the the bottom line really. You'll need to give 100% I should be a given
5: yeah, sure. any footballer. Yeah, but... You shouldn't need to ask to to um, give 100%. Um, I've always said that. That's the easy part. It's now trying to obviously impress um, interest them saying there's um, a winger. Mm-hmm. That looks to me if he spoke about where he wants him to play. I know Grant says he can play in that 10 position mm-hmm. as well so Wait, what you need at a club and if you want to be successful you need competition for places and that's what Michael Beale's trying to build a, a squad that um, the 21 or 22 players any of them can get in that start in 11 he was I, think asked,
4: what he is, yeah. I think what he is Paul he's a central player mm-hmm. I'd say that more about best position. I mean, Yeah, yep. anywhere in that yep. central area give me the ball and I'll make something happen it's further up in front of your midfield playing on that left hand side and you've got full backs bombing on I'm not saying everybody does that against Rangers but I'm saying you wouldn't want him back in your left back area you'd be wanting him further up the right. pitch giving him the ball in that area where he can hurt the opposition that that is definitely strength 100% so it'll be interesting what he's going to do with him and Kent you know yeah. is it a long term replacement for Kent Well, it. Is Kent going to, be is there? That says, yeah. he's going to be there is that the things he's looking at he's already preparing as we're talking about Andrew across the road, is up with Michael's doing you yeah. thinking, well I maybe spoke to Ryan and maybe this is what we see because he can play in the left drifting in but definitely I think he sees himself more involved in that central area he described what kind of player he is
6: um, I'd sum up my game as someone that's very passionate, someone that cares a lot about the result at the end. Um I'm not obsessed with who scores the goals or who is who sets them up, which might sound strange as an attacking player, but um for me genuinely hand on heart, the most important thing is, is being on the winning team. So I'll give everything I can. I think in terms of what you can expect in terms of what I actually do on the ball will be, you know, I like to get on the ball a lot. Um, I like to make things happen, I like to to spot a pass that maybe other people don't, and I like to just sort of get the team going in a riv- rhythmic way, really. And Barry, you mentioned uh, Morgan Whittaker. What you like about him?
5: Yeah, I've seen a few games. Plymouth. He was mm-hmm. loan at Plymouth, and he looks an exciting and talent. Um, so that's that's one that Michael Beale's been clear on that he, he wants to bring. It's whether they can they, they can sort a of deal with, with Swansea, but he certainly impressed me. I watched. I think it was Exa they they played in the cup, and then another game before that, and he stood out like a sore thumb. Um, for Plymouth obviously I don't think he was part of the Swansea plans because obviously they let him out in Mm -hmm. in loan so he is going to be available but it's whether Rangers can agree that that price tag Peter what do you make of Morgan Whitaker
4: I was surprised that um, Russell Martin let him out to be perfectly honest to go back to Plymouth you know but he let him go out there to get some games and then he brought him back and then asked him to play or something and I think Russell was surprised because he said no my head's not in the right place or something because the boy then wants that move then because he's thinking well you never played me and he could definitely play in the Swansea team he's got the talent to play in the Swansea team it's different if he was a different type of player and it wasn't Russell that was there because Russell's team liked to play Mm -hmm. so it suits uh, Whittaker and that's why I was surprised but I'm the same as Barry I I liked him every time I've seen him and it's always been a big game because when Plymouth have played they're obviously at the top of the league they're challenged they get promoted and all that sort of stuff and anytime. The cameras have been there, he's performed. You know, and sometimes that tells you enough about players. They, they sort of grow in games like that, and other guys fade and die. But as I say, obviously, come to the Rangers, a different kettle of fish. But there is absolutely no doubt about his talent. One player who hasn't moved
3: yet is at Hibbs, and we've been speaking about him for ages The star striker we're going to talk about him next
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors brand new Toyota showroom in Head Road Darnley Let's
3: go Go Radio Football Show it's the Wednesday night edition of the Middle League no football up here in Scotland tonight we the to- Disappoints us a wee bit because uh, it's uh, well, usually, usually. <laughs> there's been so much in the go right from Monday, but there's plenty happening. Uh, well, there's a bit happening, maybe not plenty, maybe overegging it in the transfer market. In a few moments, we're going to talk Kieran Tierney um, and also first though Kevin Nisbet. So there's interest in him down south, Millwall reported to be about two million pounds, Barry. Uh, what do you make of that? If he does go to Millwall, around two million.
5: Well, it would be a great signing for Millwall, mm. but it baffles me why. Rangers or Celtic are, Um not I, I, I was going to say a risk or a gamble he's not even that I think he's good enough to play for either the old firm and I'm surprised that there's been no contact look there's still a few days left of the window there's still six days um, but we've seen it in the past when good young players go for a couple of million pounds which I think they're, they're worth that and they go like my, my nephew Lewis away to Bologna Doig away to Italy as well, Hickey before that. Lyndon Dykes is a, a different example. He's no obviously he plays with Scotland, sure. but um, yeah. he's he has uh, he come in late to Queen of the South and play with Livingston. Yeah. And I like to see these young guys being kept in in Scotland. I know eventually they will move to the bigger leagues, mm. but for me, Kevin Nisbet at two million pound, which the reports are that that's what Millwall were prepared to pay. We don't know if Hibs are going to do business. I'm taking them all day long. Why do you think they don't come in, Scottish,
3: Celtic or Rangers don't come in for, by and large, for Scottish strike? They have in the past. It depends.
4: Well, the price goes right up. Celtic phone hibs or Rangers phone hibs, you know what the price is going to, don't you, right away? The English teams, as I said to you before, the amount of monies they get mm. is phenomenal. And it's value for money, the manager probably looking at it. You look at Celtic saying, and how do you say his name? I don't know how you say the boy, young yep. boy's yep. name. Shen Oh Well, yep. if he's two and a half million yep. pound, and Hibs are asking for four or five million from Celtic, you can see the reason why that doesn't happen. We said in the summer about young Ferguson and about young Doig. Both of them, when Celtic were looking for midfielders, or Rangers were looking for midfielders or left backs, they definitely Rangers were looking for left back yep. But Doig, you know what I mean? You're thinking all day long, you right. know, all day long, and. Uh, as I say, there must be a reason why, you know, whether they get priced out of the market what they're looking for. But it's not down to the boys' talent. And you, you've got to say the same with Nisbet. Nisbet's been excellent because people question when he get released with Thistle, they say, did you he work hard enough and all this sort of thing. Wraith Rovers was the same. His professionalism wasn't the greatest. And some of the guys I spoke to, I didn't know him, so i would be very wrong for me to say that. But that's what I used to get told by people because I used to say, why? Why has he not been picked up? Mm-hmm. You know? And they said that. But... Fiddle Fermlin, too, he's been on, he's had his injury and he's come back, but he looks in much better shape even since he's come oh, back from uh, his yeah. injury. He looks as if he's been working really hard during that nine months. So that tells me enough. You can see his body shape's completely different, and he's getting his benefit with his goals. And a team that's been struggling, and he's been it's a good job he's been back, because he's been the one that's been banging the yeah. goals in. So now it's the ideal time for him. Mm-hmm. Now it puts pressure on Hibbs. Uh, do they cash in now or do they wait till the summer and get less money? when everybody wanted to change their, 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 their squad over yeah, all these sort of things so, of course Martin Boyle injured absolutely. but it is
5: baffling isn't it yeah the, it, I mean the biggest thing for me granted mention it he looks to me if he's physically matured now Yeah, yeah. I mean before his, his injury maybe he get pushed off the ball at, at times but for me he's got everything in the locker Kevin Nisbet and whether Hibs don't want to do deals with Rangers or Celtic I, I, I don't know but if I'm at Rangers I'm really interested i want to try and do business well, look at the
4: successful ones yeah the Rangers going to Hibs if Hibs to Rangers sorry from Hibs to it, Scott Brown yep. your Thompsons, all these you name them all you can get through I, time and time back. again maybe they don't want that to happen as much. I don't mm. know maybe well, in the same. Well, I, go back. I, I, I yep. go back
5: Rangers have always had guys we mentioned it before Billy Dodds yep. Boydie Stephen uh, Stephen Whittaker mm-hmm. yeah from Hibs of course yep. Kenny Kenny Muller yep who else is a big Stephen Thompson mm-hmm.
4: Kevin Thompson you said Stephen, that, Na- yeah. Stephen Naismith
5: yeah. Yeah. I-, I meant as a, as a forward no right. what care. Sure. so Rangers have, have been in the past went and got strikers from oh, other strikers. clubs and brought them in and they've scored goals for Rangers mm-hmm. and they've been really good Rangers players and I don't know why they're, they're not looking to try and um, do that. I get mixed up with Steve, I say Stephen Whitaker. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. so yeah. many cause names. Are, <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. It's because sure. yeah, yeah. uh, Rangers are after the boy yeah. for Swansea but Stephen Nesmith, sure. Boydie, Billy Dodge, Kenny Miller, Stephen Thompson, guys like that have mm-hmm. come in to Rangers and scored goals and been really good Rangers players. And Celtic, of course, Scott McDonald,
4: you name them, then, really, oh. so, Maybe is it not fashionable now? Maybe you're like, at Brian McLeir. Yeah, you're back as far sure. as Brian. You know, you get back even Alan he, McAnally. Mm-hmm. You know, Air United, wasn't yeah. it? Alan came, came yeah. from. You know, so you don't. But you can show years and years. He played in Germany. You know, uh, yeah, After that, he never talks <laughs> about <laughs> it. Who did he play with? with? The München. Well, yeah, it frustrates me because
5: brilliant. I think in terms of Kevin there's but I think if he's at that price, two million or two and a half million pound, I think it's a snap. Agree. I think we all agree. What do you think? Oh eight, oh eight, seventeen, seventeen, seven
3: hundred, or join the conversation at Go Football Show. Can I ask you, is Lewis enjoying life
5: in Italy? Yeah, I think he'll come you. back a bit. Well, if he does come back to hmm. play in Britain, which I suspect he will probably go to the Premier League, I would, I would like to think. I think he'll come back a, a better player. Um, obviously spend a lot more time on the training ground you know what the Italians are like yeah. they, they, they train and they train properly mm. and you've got to be um, properly fit you've got to look after yourself um, you know the way I mean I've played with Italians the way that they look after themselves they're, they're unbelievable uh, mm. professionals so I think Lewis will come back
4: at some stage a much better player Paolo used to say that <laughs> but the Italians a bit, Paolo Di Canio yeah but yeah. the fitness levels I used to say them yeah. You know, he magnificent shape. Noni Rico Noni Was he saying that about himself? Yeah, was he in the mirror that time? They were, they were, they were yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> but I've never seen anybody as strong as the can even. Really? Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've, I've worked with some yeah. beasts. I've never <laughs> ever seen anybody as strong as him. As soon as he got you with his arm and locked you, you could not get uh-huh. near him. He was unbelievably strong. But I used to say to him, Does all Italians go to the gym? And i say, Hey, the Italians have no problem going to the gym. Uh huh because they're preparing for the beach in the summer. Of course. It was quite yeah. incredible, because mm-hmm. they loved themselves. They've right. got this thing yeah. about them. Yeah. And then it becomes a contest with each other. You know, that's what it became. It became the right? competitive. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, how good yeah. they looked and whatever. Oh, they were unbelievable. You know what gyms are like? They've Absolute, got mirrors, so they love it. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. loved yeah. themselves. Yeah. Love it. And it's interesting, Barry, was saying there, because I was listening to something he says, Fabregas the other day there, mm. he says probably that's the biggest problem that's happening now with footballers, because the first thing is the physical fitness they've got to have more than the footballer mm-hmm. he was told about being able to play football and feel the game and whatever yep. now he feels that everybody's getting moved about like a chessboard, board where there's no freedom in it and he feels for the young boys now he said I probably would have struggled to make it because physically I wasn't that size and whatever he said whereas he? he's at Como I think is mm-hmm. he's the owner yep. or something there in the second division and he's saying that probably I'd struggle now, yep. you know, because it's all about the physical conditions oh. now, and that that's that disappoints me a wee bit because you can never take away the technical stuff and letting players have that freedom to play. Paolo De Canio, I've got a connection with Burns Night.
3: I remember we did the game live. It was Celtic Hibs, Hibs Celtic Easter Road, and um, the late great Tommy Burns. Tommy had just been sacked that week, and or he was about to be. And I interviewed him at full time, De Canning, who had played well, and I said, Paolo, what about the game? I want to say, first of all, if Tommy Burns goes... I'll never play for Celtic again. And I remember the producer shouted, There's a new contract for you, Paul. That's a great, (laughs) great uh, story. And that was it. He wanted to talk about if Tommy Burns. So it must have been just before Tommy uh, was sacked. And that was uh, loved loved Candle. what a player, wasn't he, Barry? What career he had then when he went to West Ham? They loved him there. I mean,
5: the one that sticks out for me was the the Diag team. And he'd done the scissors. The the scissors volley. Um, Yeah. yeah, He'd he'd some amount of ability, didn't he? All you just didn't know what to
4: be was his roommate. Really? How was your mate? Oh dearie dear, huh? dearie dear. Right, we'll come back Something to that in a minute or two. You. Yeah,
3: <laughs> we'll come back to that. Derek's on the line. 0808 Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. A Rangers fan. Hello, Derek. How are you? Hi Paul. How yourself? Good. Hi Derek. Good. Thanks. Are you having haggis and neeps tonight?
7: No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Fish
4: and chips. So uh,
7: <laughs> the, does the panel think Rangers might try and push Morales out the door and go for Nisbet at the last minute?
3: Well good question Inter Milan's been mentioned for Morelos but we don't know if
5: that's coming from the agents or whatever Barry what about Derek's point? Even if Morelos doesn't go I would still go and try and get Kevin this bit mm. yeah. um, Do you think I, they will though? Is there a chance? Listen there's, there's six days to go I, yeah. I just think at that price it's getting bandied about because Millwall come in 1.1 or 1.2 million plus and that gets thrown out the door yeah. they've come back with 2 million pound plus add-ons for me Listen, I, I would um I wouldn't shy away for going for, for Kevin Niz, But Even if Morelos goes in this window or he stays until the in the summer, we don't know what's going to happen with him. But in terms of Kevin Nasbit, we spoke about it for five minutes here, Paul. Yeah,
4: sure.
5: I think he's a, a fantastic player. And I love yeah. the fact where he's been let go by party, went down to League One Murray mm-hmm. Rovers championship with Dunfermlin, on to Hibs, scored goals, come through a serious injury and he's come back even stronger. Derek, how much would you like him? Because, you know, they could go for him. Will they
3: go? That's my question there to Barry. Do you think they will?
7: Uh, I would like to see the man going for Nismar or Sankland
2: mm-hmm.
7: and the Hearts. Uh, if Morelos goes. Or I think they should be trying to replace Morelos just now and I don't think they'll offer him a new deal. Right. So I think they need to find a just now. I, I, I
4: agree Shankland, with Derek. I, I agree with Derek. I think he's probably came to that bridge now that Morelis has to go I think he's his contract up in the summer am I right? Yeah Yeah. so his contract's up in the summer you take his wages I don't know how much wages he's on but he would be definitely cover Kevin's wages for sure even even if he signed him uh, for two or three million pound so you'd be thinking if you got Nisbet instead of Morales, I would take him all day long you know instead. And what about Shankland? It might be harder well, to get the it at only, the moment The only one with Shankland yeah. is I, I really like Shankland mm-hmm. but I think he likes to play with someone around about him you know I think he likes people around about him there's that number nine on his own he can do it absolutely no doubt of that but I, I like him playing when there's people running about him because then it drops in the box and it's always nice when you've got another striker I mean you've seen his goal on Saturday when the oh, ball right. goes in Humphreys the ball drops to him and he likes to play that way he can score goals on his own. I'm not sure if the Rangers want to get into Europe and being a big that's going to be the main striker that Lawrence would be able to do that I think he would need to play with a partner then
5: Barry? He's definitely improved since he's come back from Belgium I think and you see Robbie's gave him the responsibility as as captain I thought his goal at the weekend was was different class I think his all round games improved um, Lawrence Shanklin and I'm not saying these guys are going to come in and be the number one striker but listen they're brilliant guys to have and the, and the squad and, and like I, I always say I always like to see Scottish players get that opportunity um, but it looks to me if um, Kevin Nisbet might be going down to the Championship Derek what else are you thinking transfer window wise Cantwell's in
3: any thoughts on Raskin probably on the way Whittaker uh, Do you think they'll play Raskin Barry uh, if, if he comes uh,
7: do you think they'll drop Lindstrom or Jack
5: yeah, I mean, that's a good question. Um, Derek, yeah, listen, it's one of the ones. Ryan Jacks, you see him last week against Kilmarnock. He got left out the, the squad. He has had some serious injuries. Um, so, yeah, he's definitely a player. I, I, again, he's another one I looked into. He's had a few problems with Ronnie Dyler, obviously. He's, he's club just now. Um, and he's. he looks to me if he's a decent player. I've not seen enough of him, if I'm being honest yeah. with you. You know, it's like you're trying to go on the internet and and get clips and the clips that I've seen to him seen all of him sorry he's looked decent but anybody can look yeah, decent And yeah, sure. clips so it'll be interesting to see how that one pans out um, but I think Derek oh, I still yeah, I, yeah, honestly I've, yeah. I've said it for day one I think Rangers need a dominant central midfielder Yeah,
7: Derek can I make a point away from Rangers altogether Paul yeah of course who do you think they have a Everton with job well we hate talking about something when there's I'm still Jim the they go, I know Paul
3: Lambert's name has been mentioned Neil Lennon's been mentioned don't know yeah
7: would that. you
4: let oh yeah peter I wouldn't yeah. get I wouldn't get it pal. obviously the last job I was in wasn't we never won a game out of 11 as i say we drew drew 7 or something like that so aberdeen Listen, and we know that ourselves, it's a very, very competitive football club. I'd love to be back in football for sure, absolutely, but I'll not get mentioned for that. But I'm hoping nobody gets mentioned for it because I must admit, I know it's been a really, really tough time for Jim, you know, but um, I I must admit at the time, I thought he was a fantastic signing Mm. for them and I'm not going to change that. I think he's handled the prep. We don't know what goes on in the background, you know, we don't know what's going on in the support. It seems to have had support to, with the chairman, Aye. with the finances. Do you think he's like, had you know, support in
3: the community enough, the Aberdonians? Yeah,
4: but it's a difficult one, Paul, because financially people think he's been supported, but it depends where they were. Mm-hmm. They were really weak, I felt, you know, prior to... I mean, and that's no disrespect to Stephen, because I felt that before Stephen went in, because I, when Derek was getting there, Derek was ready to just to change everything over. That's what I felt when Derek... Because Derek was a fantastic manager. Did he deserve to lose the job with the success he had? No, he didn't you know and sometimes you've got to be careful what you wish for you know and I've I seen it down in England often off Stoke everybody didn't like the way Stoke played yeah. and whatever with Tony mm. as soon as Tony goes out the door vroom, nearly out into the third division mm. <laughs> of course <laughs> you know I what know. I mean yep. but,
7: and, but, but, yeah. but, but, a of
4: yes of sure. course of course Derek, I agree with you I agree with you Barry, 100% what you
5: yeah I, I get what Derek's saying there but do you know what frustrates me I know it falls on the manager's shoulders but the players have got to take responsibility as well I, I know Jim coaches them Jim signs them Jim picks the team
4: but see when they cross that white line they've got to do better they've got to but you look at them and I'd say to you if I say to Derek now right go and look at the Aberdeen players how many is going to get in the Rangers or how many is going to get in the Celtic you know none none. but that's what I'm saying would Hibs sign some of their players maybe you know but Hart sign some of the players? Probably not. Is there any heart? Is there any backbone? No, but you understand what I'm saying, yeah, Paul. Yeah, so it, yeah. that's sometimes what you've got to look at where you're financially mm. uh, with other teams. Would you get them? Meet huh? he scored a few goals. Yep. So Jim brought him in. You know, he scored a, f- a few goals. Some of the other ones look like footballers. I'm not sure. Stuart, you come out before the Rangers game. You can't say that, but Morello's before you're going to play them. Yeah, sure. You've got to be yeah. careful. And I've seen the young boy Stuart playing a lot with Wickham. Wickham are playing different. See, what Jim's team's play I know Jim's made him captain but they played slightly different Wickham are used to defending with a straight ball right kicked on his head and he could header the ball the length of the football pitch Easy. Yeah. now Jim's trying to get me to play out and that's nowhere yeah. near his game that's, what, that's the only thing I'd be questioning a little bit because that's never been his game you know I'm not saying he's a donkey with a ball at his yeah. feet no. but that was never his game if you're trying to play that system so that, that's the, probably a question mark but the rest of it you'd probably say a percentage signings for where Aberdeen were mm-hmm. I've improved the group a little bit but I think as I said earlier on Derek McKinnis should never have been removed from sure, his job yeah. at that particular there's no man?
5: characters no exactly. I look at Aberdeen there's yeah, no yeah, character yeah. apart from Graham Shinney and Johnny Hayes here. and they
3: were on the bench Derek have you got a name you would have if Jim goes who would it be? Uh, I
7: don't think it'd be Paul Lambert uh, I may be Paul Lambert but I don't think it'd be Neil Lennon uh, I don't know if the fans would accept Paul Lambert or Neil Lennon
3: I think they're looking for somebody maybe slightly bigger.
7: Yeah, and also the Glasgow Aberdeen, Aberdeen thing. See her, yeah. a- Aberdeen seen herself as a big club feeder.
4: I know you're saying yep. finance that. But Aberdeen expects to win every game. Oh, but I agree. Um, Derek, no, I, agree. I, I think can, I think, Lam, I, I think Lam, Lambeau, with mm. respect, that, I think Derek's got to be careful. He worked in the Premier League. Yeah. You know what sure. I mean? So he done very well at Norwich. He was at, Norwich, at Aston Villa. Yeah. But he done very well with Norwich. Yeah. So he's got a lot of experience. I don't know if Aberdeen can go much higher now, you're not going to get one of the you know you're not going yeah. to get Pochettino or something sure. like that and that's not been disrespectful to Paul but you've got to yep. know what, what your wages are what you're going to bring in and I'm hoping we're, we're all talking here and I hope things settle down and yeah. maybe the supporters will be hurt for the next few weeks thinking a terrible result and I understand all that but if it settles down because you've got to remember, was it? They start really well, didn't it? They? they started really well. Their home form yep, was excellent. Is that a away form? It was nipping them a dire, little bit. You know, you dire. know, and that was a problem. It's just had.
5: sense of come back off the World Cup. The we'll Hearts game, get Hearts game, Barry, for me. I'll, On I'll top be of with you. On uh, top of Darville. I'm sure Derek will say the same. I was watching the semi final and I thought they competed yeah. really well in that game. Mm-hmm. Look, Rangers deserved to win it, but they they showed um, a competitive side to them. But obviously the the defeat against Hearts was a was a bad Absolutely. and obviously Monday night um, sure. take oh, nothing away from Darvill they deserved it the, it's the worst ever result
3: isn't it in Scottish Cup history 100%. nearly 150 years Derek can I ask you a quick question before we go goalkeeping wise what do you want to see for next season at Rangers I would like, I
7: would like to see him if Crowley been given a chance yeah. uh, I don't understand why he's not been given a chance yet uh, yeah. maybe in one of the Cup games or that and the supplies maybe he's not been given a run out yet quite
3: a few people I don't think yeah. McLaughlin's up
5: to the job I definitely don't think that at all Barry what do you think? McCrory? Yeah look again I know he went out in loaned to Morton and Livingston I just think it's lack of games he needs to go and play games I think that they've got to look if they think he's going to be a future number one they need to put him out and let him play a full season and get that experience I don't think he's ready for Rangers yet I think he could be good enough there's no doubt about it I think they'll need to sign another goalkeeper I think in the they need summer. to
4: bring a goalkeeper It's yeah. back yeah. to goalkeeper. playing I think they need to bring a goalkeeper that's playing to play for Rangers you can't bring somebody that's just coming in to start yeah. his career and that's the only thing with Young McCrory and I think Derek's right there but I think the problem was he was injured for the cup tie and he wasn't, he wasn't able to right. play in it mm-hmm. and I think they were, they were going to play him in that particular mm-hmm. game So He's definitely got the potential I've yeah. seen
5: him and you've seen him in the old firm game <sighs> at, at Ibrox he was, he was so well. immense that day he's definitely got the the, the attributes to be a Rangers number one he just needs to go and play for even six months Derek did you suggest there Liam Kelly yes from Motherwell what do you think Barry Rangers let him go I was
3: yeah, going to I say know, Liam, I know. but now he's matured he's in the Scotland French. Yeah, he's done well for yeah.
5: Motherwell he went down to QPR I think it yeah. was mm-hmm. he went down there um, Look, Liam's a, a good goalkeeper but I think they'll look at somebody who's maybe got the experience 33, 34 somebody to come in um, and sign in the summer because I think Alan McGregor I think there's a a good chance that he might hang his gloves up in the summer good call thanks Derek we're back we'll continue that next
2: the Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors book your service MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk let's go
3: now normally at this time this week we have Mick Kennedy the manager of Darville in his special spot I see uh, Crofty and Grado had him on as well yesterday morning Barry and he said that he wished he could play like you But and, and Grado said yeah he's got the same haircut at the front uh, I know I heard that, you, you, I heard heard it. that. Oh, you, you never miss it at the breakfast show <laughs> Mick was great. I'll there. get Gredo yeah. back don't worry Oh, we will indeed Yeah, I know you will <laughs> Peter Grant is with us with Barry Ferguson we're taking calls 08, 08 17 17 700 there's been a meeting of Dave Cormack and the Aberdeen directors a couple of shareholders as well on the line I would imagine from America who are based over there and we hate to speak this way about someone who's been such a great manager Jim Goodwin but it's just not happening for him but we'll wait to find out he might be in charge at the weekend it's a huge game for Aberdeen Against Hibs, and that's a game that, you know, on the record at the moment, away from home, Hibs might be favourites, but they are struggling as well. So we'll talk about that in a moment or two. Motherwell have made a signing today Riku Danzaki from J League club Consadole Sapporo, and most recently he's been on loan to Brisbane Roar. So that's another player coming in. He arrived today, Riku than Zaki. So I don't expect any of us to know too much about no, him unless not. he maybe, came across here. Your...
4: Craig Moore will be able to tell you a wee
3: bit about him. I think he'll be with us uh, tomorrow night. Um, so we'll talk to him about that. For Motherwell though, big weekend for them. They need to start winning in the league and they're playing at St Mirren. We've got Ross County against Kilmarnock, uh, Rangers against St Johnston and then Sunday, Dundee United Celtic and Livingston against Haars. We're just watching to see if there's anything else coming in on that. We spoke earlier um, about the Kevin Nisbet situation, Lauren Shanklin. We spoke Rangers for a while. What about Celtic, Peter? Since we last saw you, uh, Josep Juranovic has gone. Um, he's been a great signing for Celtic, hasn't he? He came in for, what, two, two and a half million. He's gone for between seven and a half and 10 million.
2: Well,
4: a fantastic piece of business, to be perfectly honest with you, because I've been really impressed with Alistair Johnson. Mm-hmm. I've seen his last two games live, and people talk about his strength and power going forward. He's very good defensively. Um, I thought he's done that exceptionally well. And he's because Celtic throwbacks are slightly different now, the way they play, they're playing like midfield players, he understands that the role he's been asked to do very quickly. So it tells me enough about him that he's an intelligent footballer, whatever he's getting taught in the training ground, he's able to take in right away. Because if you notice some of the, by the other man, the manager by the other players, he's left them out for a long time to watch games and what's going on. And Alistair seems to have taken it like a water. So... Mm-hmm. As I say, I've been very impressed with him, you know. As I say, more defensive and he speaks very well, yeah. so it tells you he knows about the game, he understands the game, he understands, what, and that's easier when you're a manager. See, when somebody's talking to you about the game and they can understand what you're talking about, and the wee sort of small details. Because against uh, St Mirren on the Wednesday evening, it was very narrow in the middle of the pitch, and because Celtic put their full backs in there he ended up staying a little bit wider and it caused Samirna a problem because he knew it wasn't the time to get in. So it was telling me when I was watching the game that he understands his role and he understands what's expected in that position and I've been very impressed with him. So the money, if you're getting Alistair Johnson and you've still got Tony Rawlson there who's done exceptional when he's been in the last year, you've got him there. So you've still got two top quality fullbacks, and that's what the, the manager's been looking for, I think, all over the place.
5: Yeah, I think he's let him go because he knows Alistair Johnson's going to be a a right good fullback. Look, Um, Juranovic was very good, no doubt about it. But as Grant just says, there they've got cover with Ralston and also Hitati. Yeah, he played there a couple of games and and was exceptional. So he's got plenty of cover and plenty um, good players in that position. As I said, two and a half million pound. They sell him for seven and a half. It's a good profit in eighteen months. Pitati is a keeper as well, <laughs> <laughs>
3: maybe just not quite tall enough. I think he will yeah. struggle
5: to keep Pitati. You think so? Yeah, yep. it's yeah he's the best one out all the signings. Wow, and he came up through the college football, didn't yeah, he? It's to amazing, mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Twenty-two years of age when he went professional. Um, yeah, I like him. He's energetic, um, can handle the physical side of the game. His passing range, I love that. And he can score a goal. Um, and if he continues, I've said it plenty of times. He's the one I think Celtic. Will. I'll get big, big dosh for. It's the same with the boy at Water.
4: To yeah. be fair, I watched him on Saturday. What did you think? When no, you came I was on. very impressed yep. with the people saying there's nobody really got against him in the game on Saturday for Morton. But I thought it was doing a good play. Barry knows the position much better than how he used to go on the ball all the time. He'd drop him off the position to get create the space for yourself, so you're available all the time. He would more touches in the ball than anybody when he went on. Because he just started creating that little bit of space for himself, dropping a little bit deeper, making it difficult for the opposition to close him down. And he's built like a bull. I've seen that. Oh, fantastic power and strength in him. But he can play and he can move the ball with either foot. You know, I I was very impressed with him in the small period, which allows you again, if you do want him, even though I like Callum in that deeper role, and I think he's been excellent at it, if you want to move him that, that further up the pitch, you can do that with him now because Iwata is very similar it stays behind the game and the things I questioned about matter. about saying we'll balance it off if they go forward and the amount of balls that come out to him because of just his positional play no I was very impressed with him so that'll be interesting to see that going forward and same with Kobayashi yep. left side natural left sided centre back coming in so it just tells you the manager's obviously looking for players that's going to benefit the system he's not just bringing players in so he still ended up with two players near enough for each position which he's that's all balance, you can look for yeah, yeah
3: absolutely We'll come back on Celtic shortly. Mark is on the line from New Mains. Mark, good evening. How
4: you doing, guys? He's all right.
3: I'm Al- you alright? Hi Mark. good form. Yeah. How are you? What uh, what's in your mind? I'm, I'm not bad, but it's Martin. I'm uh, Martin, Martin. No. right, sorry, Martin. Yeah, yeah. Right, we'll start that bit again.
5: Hello Martin. <laughs> come on. <laughs> on <laughs> <man>.
8: <laughs> well well what's happened to you? So that's obviously for the whole panel, but it's kind of directed at Barry. So I'm a summer age to Barry, a couple of years older, grown up. Rangers news, you've got the posters, John Spencer, Gary McSwagin, <laughs> move forward, you've got Barry Ferguson, move forward, you've got Alex, uh, Alex Lowry, uh, and um, your man McCrory, which a lot of people are speaking about, and mm-hmm. one of your early callers spoke about, the so my question to Barry is, he's been there, he's come through this, he's made it, and he went on to become a Rangers icon. What does
5: he think is potentially holding other players back from doing the same thing that he did as a Rangers youth to a Rangers hero? It's a very good question. Um, listen, it, it's, one, it's a manager believing in you. That, that's what it really is. Um, <coughs> see, physically, when I made my debut, I wasn't ready. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest, physically. Yeah. I wasn't strong enough, but Walter Smith put me in and put me out and put me in, took me back out and then obviously... I kind of kicked on when, when Dick Advocate became the, the, the manager. So it's a manager that believes in you and wants to um, build the team round about you. And, and I think Michael Beale, I, I, if I'm being honest with you, I don't think age will be a problem with him. Like,
0: really?
5: If he believes that a, a young player's good enough, whether he's 18 or 19, Martin, I think he'll play them. In terms I, of I, Alex I, Lowry, I mean, he came on for what, five, ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Against St Johnson at the weekend, and I thought some of his touches were majestic. I love, I love watching him. He just glides. He's got a great way of playing the game. Um, so, I think if the age is no a, a problem for a manager, I think if he sees potential or he thinks they're good enough, he'll certainly play them. And that would apply to Alec Lowry. He's got the talent. Oh, he's got the talent big time. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know what Martin thinks. I just think he's a different type what Rangers have got and I just like the way he, he's, he's got brilliant balance he sees a pass before mm. other players uh, and look I I'll, I'll love nothing more than seeing a young player mm. come in and get their chance at Rangers but then when they get that chance they need to stay there and that means working hard doing all the right things learning off the experienced guys and that's what these young players have got to do because certainly we're using the name Alex Lowry mm-hmm. I think he's got He's got it. Peter, what do you think? Alex I think? I think we
4: spoke about it before, Martin. I think it was even maybe the week before last. And I was saying there's too many players at the youth level. And there's too many players in the first team level. Because you're talking about 23, 24 players minimum. They've got, as it name, 25 players? 20 so that, so mm-hmm. there's 25 players. Mm-hmm. And I only get my debut on the morning of a game because someone turned not well. If there had been 25 players and I was outside that 25, there's no chance I was going to start. Then they throw you in and they're surprised because you can do, you can handle it. And I just think, I watch youth games now, you've got nine substitutes standing at the side of the pitch. Mm-hmm. Half of these guys are not going a game. And people can talk about the B League and whatever. How many times will Michael Beal see the B team playing as often as he should? And then if he does see them playing, he say, well, it's only against X, Y and Z. It's not top quality players they're playing against. So every get out of jail clause you want, you've got. Now... Talking about Lowry, and I'm only mentioning young Lowry, I've not seen much of him. Todd Cantwell comes in. Yep. Whitaker comes in. You're
3: down the back. Same, same area. Yes, same area, area of the pitch. Pitch. So mm.
4: where are they going to go? Where is he going to go then? That, that's my worry. I, I, was, I was fortunate, and probably Barry Ribbeck, it was at the end of that, When in my time, there wasn't enough players. So people always think the reserve team when we played, I was under 16 and played in the reserves because there was no youth team. So you went from under 16 to the reserves, but I'd only four senior players because they weren't away with the first team. There was only two substitutes for the first team. Yeah. But, you know? Well
5: see in terms of Lowry, see when he's seen Cant coming in and guys like that. That should drive you on even further. It's either that or it disheartens you. Yeah. Listen,
3: Martins, can you stay with us? We've got the news now. I'm gonna come back on this. It's a great topic. How can young talented players break through in the modern game.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Find your nearest dealership at MacklinMotors.co.uk.
1: Let's go!
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Brand new Toyota Showroom now open on Whistleberry Road, Hamilton. Let's
3: go And we're just gonna pick up where we were just before the news because Martin's been on from New Mains with a great question about young players. How can they break through? Alex Lowry, for example, at Rangers, and he mentioned Gary McSwaggin. He mentioned you, Barry Ferguson. John Spencer John, John Spencer, some of the names, yeah,
5: yeah. Yeah, but I had all their posters on the <laughs> on the wall. I mean they were two young Scottish players that, that came through. I mean, yeah. sp- I mean Gary McSwaggin still with a good career but yeah. Spenny went oh, on to amazing. play down at, at Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah. And I remember I played against him he came back up with Motherwell. Remember when Motherwell well, was spending the, the money? Big, but big money under Julian Boyle. It's, it's yeah. a great question by Martin and as I say you, you do just need a manager to believe in you but you also need a slice of luck um, whether that's through a loss of form an injury a suspension Um, but listen it's uh, you, you need to be a big character because um, it, it's tough making the grade at the big clubs is there a danger
3: that when you break in young you think I've made it give us an example no, after your first game I, I, what happened my feet
5: were kept in the, the ground no there, there was no chance I mean after your debut I had to wait behind and and clean all the the, the, the dressing room with The late great Jimmy Bell um, clean all the first team put the yeah. kit the kit in the hamper yeah. clean the boots up um, and that continued even when I, I, I was in the first team um, squads um, I still but, had to do my job as an apprentice mm which was a staff room which I got absolutely crucified with, with Archie Knox I mean I used to have nightmares about that guy yeah. but listen it was a brilliant grounding for me Peter I want to ask your examples because I know you've told us before
3: about what you had to do when you were playing in the first team but Martin you wanted to come in what did you want to say? Aye
8: well when I was younger let's say I'm a couple of years older than Barry yep. and I played in goals in the men's boys club and we had it was like a pre-season tournament or something and we were playing Mull United under 13s mm-hmm. And Barry was a part of that set-up at that time, if I'm correct. Yep. And what we heard about it was the Barry Ferguson. It was Derek's wee brother played for this team. Yep. Derek's wee brother plays for this team. He's going to be one to watch. Now, I know you're saying, Barry, you were you are tortured by Afton but I think just about anybody that ever made it probably would have been tortured by Afton <laughs> Um Did you find being Derek's brother gave you opportunities that other people might not have gotten them and then when you got that opportunity you took that or do you think it
5: was harder because Derek had already made it and you were expected to live up to his name yeah it was harder I'll be honest with you um, You're spot on when we used to play boys club football it was always that's Derek's wee brother and I had to try and make a name for myself that was my my outlook in life when I was 13, 14 I had to do it myself Um and obviously Derek made a, a, a good career at obviously playing at Rangers, but then you go in full time at 15 and, and uh, my drive was to be better and be more successful. It might sound harsh, but that's the way that I had to think. Peter, you had
3: experience as well at Celtic. So you and the first team, what was happening when the game finished? Well,
4: oh, about 100 games. I played under Davy. Um, before Davy Hay. Yeah. When Davy gave my debut, I was on the ground staff at that particular time and I was still cleaning the players' boots, hanging there, washing up. And I was staying there at five o'clock at night and it lasted for about a hundred games. I moved in after about four months into the first team dressing room. You get number six. That was you thought, Oh brilliant, number six training gear, you know? And you're thinking magic. I was still doing, I used to chap the door and Danny would be sitting at number two and I'd chap the door Danny and Danny, is it okay to come in and get you? Bear in mind I'm playing with him. Yeah. And I'm asking, is it okay to come in? The Danny McGrain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and picking and, up the, and you know what it's like, it's yeah. Barry it's a tough old school. The boys are rolling the socks yeah. and throwing them at you and their uh, towels and their dirty did stuff. Did you say 100 games? Yeah. Yeah. Because, but wow. I must admit, Paul, it was the best days of my life, you know, because. I was so privileged to be, and I probably fortunate, probably similar to Barry in many respects, I used to think I was privileged every day getting into train. You watched to walk up Kerrydale Street off the 35 bus, a big double-decker, it used to take about an hour and a half to get there. I used to think I was privileged getting into train, and that's why probably people said the janitor, because I was lucky. So I was first in and last to leave, because I knew it would end one day. didn't know it could have been the next day. It could have been what it was, I don't know, 15 years later, which it was, thankfully. But it was the best days. But not only just for the football off the pitch, because of the respect that you tried to show other people, younger boys that came in as well, you tried to treat them with that respect, and it was always good manners. All the things you learnt was then. That's what you learnt. And if you'd have been bad manners to anybody, wouldn't opened the door. All the wee things you would learnt as a kid, you had to continue. It was, it was in it, the football. Sorry, I, I
5: was the exact same. Yeah. Coming, I had to get yeah. the train and the underground, and it was a privilege for me walking through that underground. Yeah. Yeah. Through the the front doors. Um, but as I said, when a, when you, there's a lot of talk and you go and train with the first team and then you make that debut, the ha- that's when the hard work yeah. really starts. So are the young players pampered too much now. I know there's crazy money for young ones yeah, in but England. There's a lot to what do with here? HR and all that stuff okay. now. Yeah. I mean, we get jobs. I mean, I, I was in the staff room, as I said, we both, I had yeah. Walter Smith, Archie Knox, John Brown, John McGregor. I mean, you're talking <laughs> tough, tough characters yeah. and it was a tough grounding for me. And as I said, I used to go back on that underground on that train and that 10 minute walk from the train station to my house sometimes I thought to myself I don't know if I can do this but
4: But it's still a big thing they've
5: done it for a reason to see if I had the character and the mentality otherwise
4: Otherwise, you wouldn't make it otherwise I would have crumbled yep but the thing is to be fair on the other side of it there's too many players and I'm going to say something here that people may be looking at completely different I think the other teams would be better Celtic have got too many players Rangers have got too many players Aberdeen have got too many players Hibs have got too many players all not playing and I think all the other teams would be much stronger right down the pyramid but there's too many players not playing and then they get into that comfort zone and not playing they're yeah, thinking take the money I'm a f- no, but not only that ball, I'm a football player but I'm not playing any football and I definitely think that's why we don't see as strong as other people ask questions about how the other teams are not as strong as they used to be, yeah. because Celtic have got them all. Rangers have got all the best players. Rangers, Celtic have got all the best youngsters, but they're all sitting. They maybe be getting a game in their B team or whatever. Or the, the numbers are go through and through and through, but they should all be playing. And they maybe in the olden days, guys wouldn't yeah. have sent me Celtic if they weren't going to get a game that sure. I went to Hibs, that I went to Aberdeen. Listen, the great Aberdeen team. Why was that a great Aberdeen team? Used to have the Bobby Calder tournament in Glasgow. That's right, yeah. And I played in it every year for years mm. and years. It was yep. a fantastic tournament. Sir Alex got most he was of that a scout, team, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. he was Aberdeen's chief scout. Yep. Sir Alex got most of the players. Well, I'd say sure. ninety point ninety nine point oh, nine percent, yeah. for that tournament.
5: Right. Martin. Martin. That, that, that's similar. It's a good one. Like, in terms of what is saying, I see. Now I was sixteen, seventeen. There was a reserve league West, and the reserve league. And I was playing in the Reserve League at 16 or 17 against, whether it's Aberdeen, Dun United, Hearts, Hibs, Celtic. I was playing directly against guys who had played 250, 300 senior games. Yeah. And also, I was playing with one of my heroes like Ian Durant or Koisty mm. was up front or, or whoever was they playing in the first team on the Saturday. I learnt so much off them playing with them, but also learnt so much playing against yeah. the experienced mm. campaigners. Martin, and nowadays you're getting the, this... Of course, there's not under 21 football, they? are playing against the same guys for 10-year-old right up until they're 20-year-old. Where's the competition then? You know what
4: you're up against. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's the point I'm trying to make, Paul. Yeah. They, they, they're not going to Hibs now. No. So the ones that go to Hibs, and I'm not being disrespectful to Hibs, I'm just mentioning Hibs yeah. as a name, really. They could maybe be getting the fifth or sixth choice because threes went to Celtic and threes went to mm-hmm. Rangers. So you'll get the seventh one because it's Celtic Rangers that's yeah. wanting them whereas before it used to be and I played against them all growing up they'd say well, if I'm going to Celtic no I'm not going there because I've not got a game before him yeah. and I'll go somewhere else and play these guys are not playing now I would rather that all the other teams were stronger as well sure You that's know, it's a great point it'd be fantastic for young players it's, if they were playing
5: it's just getting the opportunity there is talented boys yeah, at these clubs absolutely there is and the one that we've spoke about obviously he's the one that's made the step same as Leon King's come in and I thought he listened to a couple of moments within games when he made a couple of mistakes but that'll be a brilliant learning curve but there are players there that have got the ability to go and be first team players but it comes down to they can get all oh, the coaching but it comes down to themselves how much they really want it. Martin, do you think that Alex Lowry will make it at Rangers? Um, It's, it's a hard
8: one. Um, we've got Barry Seed that he thinks Michael Beale is the man to give them a to give them a chance. But I hope he's right. Um, I've been there sitting in the stands when we're down in the third division, and we're playing in the federal Fat Cup. And to me and what a lot of feeling back then was this is the chance to bring the boys through. Mm-hmm. Let's give them a run, they can go and play at that level. And no disrespect to, to the guy for just a couple of names, people like Kevin Kyle, John Daly. We're going by them Yep. Good, experienced, honest pros. And the to team for coming out the third division and second division and help Rangers get back to where they belong. But why did a manager at that time know her faith in the boys to push them forward, but Barry now believes Michael Beal is the guy that will push them forward? I,
5: I think if you think back to that stage, Martin, I think the the kind of you set up, they were kind of building, they, they were looking at the, the, that stage, stage Alex Lowry's and Leon King's were like 12, 13 year old. You know what I mean? I don't think they had the players at that stage in the youth system to come into the, the first team to no, play. I didn't
8: get there was a was like uh, Jamie mm-hmm. and, or the other fella that made his debut at the same time. His name escapes me but there, there was people there I, um, understand it maybe wasn't as in-depth as it is now yeah. but and, and, and they, they up previous managers every manager that's came to Rangers they're heroes in my eyes um, but what do you see in Michael Beale? that you think is specific that he will give youth a chance is it because of what you've learnt about him or because of what you know about him so
5: far yeah what I know about him obviously we're speaking to different people listen to him and where he's been before he's been in the youth systems at Chelsea at Liverpool and you look at the kind of players that he's trying to bring in who are, are over 20 just now a guy like yeah. Raskin Watticard obviously can't come in at 20, uh, 24 years of age I just think if they're good enough I don't think Michael Beal will have any issues with playing them I honestly believe that that's just my honest opinion Martin great talking point Martin thanks very much for calling us from New Mains 0808 08, 17, 17 700 I think that's a great point as well so yeah, many we players all, not getting played see young players come through yeah. there's nothing better Rangers, seeing a young player come through, I come through our system, I was lucky yeah. enough, I mean, there's many players would have loved to have done it, and now, as a, an ex-player, and wanting Rangers to do well, seeing a young player come through, like Leon King come in there at yeah. a difficult stage, mm-hmm. I thought he handled himself really well. Adam Devine. I, there's another yeah. great example, before he get, took out the team, I mm-hmm. thought, the three games, he was excellent, and then Alex Lowry, so there is players that have definitely got the attributes to be Rangers players going forward now it's about maintaining that they've had a taste they've been brought out how can they get back in and the one that comes to mind just now at Celtic Kieran Tierney when he came through phenomenal. and
3: got his chance and then was just phenomenal irreplaceable phenomenal. phenomenal
4: but yeah again you look at the same scenario probably Kieran's the last one consistently played you know when people yeah. say oh, I played for Celtic I don't mean one two, three, four games and not not 50 games or whatever then you'd say okay, I played yeah. with Celtic you know what I mean sure. sort of thing and that's not been disrespectful somebody made the point Saturday why didn't Celtic not change their team more with we bring some of the youngsters in at the weekend and I'm thinking well that's interesting they've got maybe 12 players they would call senior players not playing week in, week out where are they going to play then? Yeah. That's the problem you have because if you take it back to the years when we started I'm saying to you probably I played in this season, and I think if I'm right, there was one of the seasons I think there was about 16 players used in the full wow. season. And that's somebody maybe getting two games. whole season. and a full wow. season. Yeah. Because Paul, that's all the work. I know. But these days, so we be played so many every, I, but we sure. played every yeah. game I know. So yeah. there was so even if you wanted to change your team, your manager could use the other five that hadn't played, mm-hmm. but then it'd be five youngsters playing. You're not going to get that now, unfortunately. My question is then. As I said earlier, on is would the other teams be stronger if they these players? For sure they would, 100% they would. But then they the day Celtic, the dream of playing for a Celtic, the dream of playing for a Rangers, for these young boys, is very difficult to take away. But it's where are they going to get the games because of the squad sizes that the clubs already have? And I worry about it because the youths are the exact same. You
5: see, when the young players come into training with the first team, my, my thought process when I was young and I get sent with the first team at 16 or 17, I need to stand out here. I need to get noticed. That's what you need to do. You need to, the manager, think, oh, listen, he's shown something today. Whether that's getting, flying into tackles, mm. taking the ball, trying to do something, That that's what I, I always thought. Right, I, Walter, there, I, I need to show them that I can handle playing with Durant's, McCall's, Ian Ferguson's, Gascoigne's, Lowder, all, these, all these sort of guys. So that's what they need to do. If they get the opportunity, which happens quite a lot, because you do a lot of 11 against 11. When a young man gets that opportunity you need to go and show the manager. Rick, what do you think? Give us a call. We can speak to Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant who both came through the
3: systems at Ibrox and at Celtic. Uh, what do you think? Could others make it just now? Someone has left Celtic in the last few moments, Maurice Jens, as expected. Statement has come out from him saying, Dear Celtic family, I'm sad to say I'm leaving the club after a short time. It's been a fantastic period. I'm very proud and honoured to have been part of Celtic Football Club. Like I said at the beginning of my time, it was and has been a dream. He said, the fans of Celtic will always have a special place in his heart. He wanted to thank everyone, the staff, the people that take care of them, uh, in the training ground too, lucky to have been part of it, it really is a family, he says, uh, fighting for each other to make a history for the club, the great club, he says. I'm going to miss them so much. Finally, a massive thank you to Mr. Postacoglu, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, Mr. Postacoglu, for giving me the opportunity to play for the club. It's been an honour to work with him. Um, so that's it. So he's gone, as you know, he's on his way to Schalke via his parent club, Lorient.
4: You know him well. What do you feel, Peter? It sums up, Maurice, you know, really. Yeah. He's the loveliest boy you could ever meet yeah. um, and he's very respectful but it tells me there's no bitterness there. You just yeah. want to play uh, games. There's no bitterness whatsoever because I've seen guys go and not yeah. mention yeah. the manager Wait, wish miss everybody else well. Yeah. You know, and listen, I don't think he's let himself down. The few things I did question I said to you, we'd seen it a couple of times, was maybe defensively a bit more aggressive at certain times. But all in all, I think he's been a success. I think he's been a success. But you've just noticed in the last few weeks, a natural left-sider coming in, Kobayashi. You know, Starfield playing on the left-hand side before him. And as I said, it was, I thought it was only a matter of time then he was going to go back to Lorient to move on. And that's what I like about Moritz. He'll be wanting to play. He'll be yeah. wanting to get games. He's at that stage in his career. He needs to be showing people. And he showcased himself with Celtic. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> both as a, a kid as a person which I, I say to you what he was but yep. also as a player as well pitch. you yeah. know because maybe he wouldn't get this move to Schalke or whatever yeah. if he wouldn't have done the business the way he has done for Celtic he'll go with some good memories as he does Barry and
3: he didn't let himself down there at Celtic the Celtic fans like him and um, they yeah, recognise I thought yeah. the games that he
5: played that he didn't look out of place of him. Of I've him. been honest he brought a bit of balance as well um, and a bit of height yep so was it a surprise well obviously Kobayashi coming in it was obviously going to happen, but listen, he's one. I, I like that for the players. They're not happy sitting on the bench or sitting in the stand. They want to go and, and play, and I think I, I've always said that. Of a player, he's probably went to Postecoglou, and he he doesn't he doesn't um, he'll not hold them just to say I need you for numbers yep. for the squad or whatever. And um, he's let him go. And listen, you see, what the message messages put on, he's obviously enjoyed his time there, and he's away to Pastors now. And it's good news to keep our dressing room happy as you've got a huge squad, as we've just said, you know,
4: you don't want to be sitting in the bench. No, um, and it's it's vital, Paul. We said it before, because when you're talking about bringing another striker in with Jack and is going to be there, it looks maybe if Jack and Marcus, it looks as if he's going, going with all the yep. paper talk, obviously. And you're saying because if you're playing with one striker and you've got three now instead of two, it becomes a problem unless you get pick-up injuries, obviously. But people don't want to be third and fourth choice. I'm not a great believer in this anyway (laughs) I know the clubs will probably say completely different to me I think there's too many substitutes yeah Uh, oh I think it's a disaster and I know the reason why they do it I just think there's too many I mean you're changing a half a team in a game you know as a manager I just think that means you've made the wrong choice. Come back on that (laughs) after the break.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors. Book your service, MOT or repair online today at macklinmotors.co.uk. Let's go!
3: In England tonight, there's Forest against Manchester United. Newcastle going through last night against Southampton. So, shaping up, it could be Newcastle Man United final got the yeah. leg well, the second on. leg yeah oh, well second leg indeed no no I, oh, I know on, yeah. I know you, 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 no no I forget know. no oh no I hadn't I know it's two legged <laughs> uh, say
4: that to the southampton fans. I was kind of assuming that
3: because they didn't do it at st mary's then it wasn't going to happen away but peter
4: what do you think I thought it was a really good game I yeah. enjoyed the game um, I'd be delighted for Newcastle obviously you know um pali Eddie and whatever I think he's done a remarkable job mm. there you know and I, I think we talk about coaches and managers bringing the best out in players and playing them in systems and whatever you just look at them, Joe Linton people used, <laughs> yep. always raved about him in the training ground or whatever, and then you're seeing that on the pitch you missed a couple of chances last yep. night would it be easy to take him off mm. Eddie's kept him on he gets the winner you know and the fans have really grown with that mm-hmm. way and it's a very very difficult group to get going um, the Newcastle fans in that respect there's usually been criticism and I'd be absolutely delighted if they get to Wembley and won it because wow. as I say it'd be fantastic for him they would
3: love to get there I was assuming that they would probably go through what do you think?
5: yeah I think yeah. they'll go through it yeah. I, again like Granite just says I mean if you think back there's about five or six of the players that are playing in the team just now that played previously under Steve Bruce that were absolute yeah. struggling shorty confidence look bang average one Joe Joe Linton Almiron, he's he looks like a world beater yeah, at times yeah. um, so that's obviously down to uh, good coaching and, and good man management but the job he's done there a lot of people talk about the amount of money or whatever he, yeah. he's got but you've still got to sign the right players and and do the right things. Yeah, but I think that's a club, mean played there. I mean the atmosphere at St James's Park is, is brilliant. Brilliant stadium, you know, the Geordies are light, That's football fanatics are lit. Us up here in the west of Scotland. So yeah, but I fancy them getting to the final. Um listen, I've still got the game at St James's Park to go, but I think they'll be too, uh, too strong for Southampton. And Man United tonight at Forest, who's going to win?
0: What
5: do you think? I, I think Man United will win. That's a sore one for them at the weekend. Yeah, Arsenal. Right them um, Yeah, yeah. I, you think you're coming away from, Um Arsenal with, with a point. I mean, I, again, that's been a slow burner there, but you can see Man United are starting to get better and stronger. Um, but yeah, but if you're going to ask me what the final will be, I think it will be Newcastle against Manchester
4: United. Peter? That'd be the ideal scenario, I think, for everyone would be Newcastle, Manchester United, because they want to see if Manchester United can get that monkey off their back again, you know, and start winning again. And Ten Hag speaks very well. I think he speaks very well and he's not happy with certain things and he talks open and honestly about it. The goals they lost were really poor. For that for that level, you'd say it was poor defending you know so but as I said it'd be great for the Geordies to get, and it'd be fantastic for them to lift the cup yeah. I, mean, I think it was the Scotsman It was Bobby Mankar scored the winner oh, the last time they won, yeah. a, they won a trophy you know what I mean so it'd be Bobby fantastic Mancur. You know, yeah, so a name uh, great Scots yep. player so it'd be great if Newcastle could do that great uh, great place Newcastle uh, uh, yeah it is is, is <laughs> it
3: one of your top five grounds to visit to play in yeah it yeah. was it was yep what, um, the, what, the atmosphere what was the best one in England to play in
5: what did you think which one, so you um, put... that's a good question. In terms of the atmosphere, uh-huh. a lot of people would be surprised at that. I played at Portsmouth, I love Portsmouth, right? Yeah, it was always, a real yeah. old fashioned ground, yeah. but it was just constant for the full 90 minutes That was a guy with a bell, wasn't it? Ah, constant, uh, every White, game. White Hart Lane, um, Tottenham's old, was old that ground. special? That, yeah, that, that, that was that yep. was proper, mm-hmm. that was um, pretty similar to like up that here at Tinecastle, like, it was really yeah. tight, they mm-hmm. were right on you. I, I like to sort of sort of grounds I think the new modern stadium that's uh, too far yeah. away mm-hmm. I, I, I mean listen they're unbelievable stadiums some of them now but I, um, I like the old fashioned stadiums where they're right they're breathing down your neck they can touch you when you the ball goes out you go yeah, to yeah. in they can actually get <laughs> you a some wee thing, in a <laughs> Yeah, and that's just the whole fans <laughs> <laughs> Peter what about you
4: <laughs> I, I loved Upton Park yeah before and that's moved. another yeah. one Yeah, oh, it was <laughs> bubbles but it was yeah. phenomenal atmosphere Championship, we were in we were in we were in the championship and then we went to the Premier League. But that was phenomenal every week. And Barry talks about it, the passion they had, it was the closest I'd seen to the east end of Glasgow as to the East End yeah, <laughs> of obviously bit of London. And it was fantastic, some wonderful, wonderful stadiums, Old Trafford not that were brilliant. Anfield, you know all but these places. But Upton Park was phenomenal. It made a magnificent noise. You know, even where the supporters of the away team were yeah. placed, everything seemed to be perfect with it. And I think it took them a wee bit to get used to that when they moved away. I really do. It was a bit soulless yeah, there. Yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah. And that was the complete opposite.
3: Whereas you had the echoes of Bobby oh, Moore, oh, Jimmy Greaves, driving Martin you, Peters. You've got
4: the statue yeah. outside, the yeah. stadium right on it. You know, It was phenomenal. But even trying to get there, you know, it was yep. incredible. Cause it was the okay. tightest road and all that, trying to get into the game in the scheme. It was brilliant. But the, on the pitch was phenomenal atmosphere.
3: I'm going to come back I haven't forgotten your question which is Peter Grant said just before the break too many subs it's five now should it go back to three but when we're talking English football what about Kieran Tierney he's on the bench most of the time and I see that Ian Wright uh, was talking about him yesterday we understand what's happening but is, Barry what do you feel he's, he, too he's, to be too be he, he's too good to
5: be on the bench he's too good plain and simple um, and I, I I don't think he'll be happy he strikes me as the type of guy who wants to play He's good enough to play. If he doesn't play the next three months, I don't think they'll let him go in this window. I think the next three months will be key if Kieran Tierney's going to stay at Arsenal. And if he's not going to play, I think he'll he'll ask to go. And don't be surprised if your know, Man Cities and Man United's are going to be interested. For me,
4: he's a top player. Peter, well, if you're any of the teams. I mean you usually say I oh, was well, somebody down the middle of the
5: table.
4: No way. Really. Any of the top boys. You could he could play in any of the top boys. You know, every one of them the Chelsea's Manchester City's he could play for all of them so is slightly different he's got that midfield now so playing the role that he's asked to play they're similar to what the manager has up here actually with his full backs and it's similar to that Kieran loves to run open his legs get down the side and cross balls in with power he's a very very good one to one defender he defends the back post well when the team are attacking down the other side so he's very good defensively he's a throwback it, and yeah absolutely and, 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 and he's a powerful young boy he's just been unfortunate probably with injuries at certain times but now I think with Zivchenko in there, as a the manager, going to change that. And also the Japanese lad who come on and played. He's a right back, but yeah, played the left side as well. Yeah. Then that's when you start to ask the questions. That's, right. you know, that's yeah. when you start to worry. And Kieran could play in any of the teams, as I say. And if I was looking for a left back, if Man United keep talking about not being good enough or not, he could play yeah. for Man United standing on his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got all the qualities that can play with the top team. Wow, that would be some move for him, wouldn't it? Man United...
5: Yeah, Man City. I, I, yeah, we, we, we says it, and you, I mean, I think you'd need to pay top dollar for him, but I think it would be worth it. You, you're talking what he went down there for twenty five million pound. I think you're, you're looking at 60 sixty million pound. You're
4: looking at Corella as it went through. Yeah, and he, yeah. he done well with Brighton. I know, no. but he's not yeah. Kieran
5: Tierney. And he was sixty three million. Yeah. Or something but he's not. But Kieran he'll Kieran not be Tierney. happy. He signed a new contract, I think, a year ago. He, he don't, he, I don't know him personally, but he strikes me as a, the type of character as listen. It's not about the money. I want to play. I want to play games of football and I'm sure he'll see how the next few months go I think that's going to be important to see whether he stays or goes at Arsenal I think important he said it as us. well
4: Paul I think he said at one time when he was homesick At mm-hmm. the beginning yeah beginning, he did yeah. and he brought I think he's brought the chef in to stay with him and sure. all that didn't he yeah. so I think the big difference is as well that's easy to go over that I mean I, I was down there I thought I lasted five minutes I ended up being 26 years in England you know what I mean so, but wow. I thought I'd been there five but I played or I was coaching so I was involved all the you're time. busy. Yeah. yeah. See if you're not playing I could only imagine where it's like you're travelling up and down the country where you're on the best of planes and the best of hotels there is nothing worse if you're not no. playing the, the starting jersey on. And I can see Keir and think well I need to be playing somewhere. Is he Scotland's best defender?
5: Personally yeah mm-hmm. I, I think he is. I, I think if he's not playing with our national team we're a lot weaker. And we'll need him. Some big games coming yeah. up we need if him playing, only issue you're yeah. going to have with He's so important to Scotland. Listen, he'll look after himself. He'll be a fit boy, but granted I'll tell you. Game time. Game time. Mm -hmm. You need minutes, and he's not getting a lot of minutes at this moment in time. Listen, I don't think it'll be a major concern for Stevie Clark. I mean, he's a first pick, no doubt about it, but ideally you would like him to be obviously up to speed. Um, But I don't think it'll make a difference because as I said, he's he's a, a top
3: quality operator. And it wasn't long ago he was linked with Man City, who wanted him, and Real Madrid were mentioned. And that's before, um, you know, he was. I know he's in and out the team, but not first choice. But listen,
4: he's he's got the mentality to play with these teams. Uh Yep, that's the difference. And as I say, if it was going the other way and saying he'd played at a team that hadn't played under pressure he played under pressure since he was he a grasshopper sure. really you know what <laughs> I mean so let's not be kidded. he's never let himself down with Arsenal people were talking about him being the captain and I think he did captain on a few occasions that's yeah. how well he was doing and the fans it, love him don't yeah, they yeah exactly and you know what he's like going out with the short sleeves on when it's freezing cold yeah. down in England you know and all, all these things talk about it in London you know what I mean and they think that's mad you know but yeah. listen he's He's one of them, you know, yeah. as he was with the Celtic supporters. You know, he was one of them, he buys into it, he gives you 100% commitment and every time he pulls the jersey on. And Barry made a good point, that he's a very good defender. You know, we all talk about going forward yeah. and you've got to remember your job in that position at left full-back or left centre-back, whatever Kieran's played a couple of times, you've got to be a good defender and he's a good defender. That's There's no doubt of that.
3: Go Radio Football Show with Macklin Motors, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson, Peter Grant and Peter challenged everybody to say too many subs in Scottish football and football down south as well. Five now in a game. Barry, we talked about it during the break. What do you feel then? It used to be three Yeah, until I think it needs to go
5: yeah. back to three. I think it's a big advantage for we're talking Scottish football. I think yeah. it's a big advantage for Rangers and Celtic because they've got the biggest budgets, they've got the biggest squads and the best players. Um I, I do think five is too much I was all for the the three I was all for the change during the Covid I understood the reasons behind it um, but I'm not a bit surprised that it stood at five Peter is it not giving more
3: players I'm just trying to think of the other argument and you were saying younger players are not getting enough game time if
4: we've got more players on the bench and able to come on shouldn't that help? The young players don't get picked anyway Paul so they don't get selected to be on the bench anyway and that's no disrespect. And listen, the manager will turn around and say, well, they're not good enough or they're not playing consistently enough. We've got better players in the first team. And I understand that 100% as well. I agree with Barry 100% at the particular time through COVID because new, people didn't know how it was affecting uh, players. We know mentally it was a problem for them, but physically we didn't know um, with all the COVID situations. Yeah. So I understood that. For me now, you're changing half a team and predominantly it's middle to front, it gets changed, very rarely they change in the back line because you want to keep your goalkeeper and obviously your back four or back three or whatever, you in, in place, so it's probably, and you always, when you get 10 off the pitch, it was predominantly because you weren't playing well. That wouldn't happen, Peter, <laughs> no, i, mean, I understand, I'm yeah. saying, yeah. I was predominantly no, I when you weren't playing well, right. and yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's tactically as well, managers used to pick their team and look at the substitutes who's coming on when he makes a decision if Barry's going to make a substitution he may be bringing that 6 foot 4 striker Mm -hmm. on so how am I going to I'll need to make sure then that we can adjust that because we may be one up or we may be one down so your substitutes were massive it was a massive part of the game now you've got another team sitting on the bench so when they make a substitution you can make as many as 5 and I'm thinking would I like to be playing 60 minutes week in week out I wouldn't. No. I would. I want to sure. play. I want to play the, all the minutes that's been given, and the managers will give us an argument. say the amount of travel and the amount of games they have. I understand that, but if you've got that size of squad, that's still the problem. Then if they get injured, you still get. If it's two subs or three subs, you're still allowed to use. You can still use that because if you've got injuries, you still got a big squad anyway because you've got that many players.
3: Alex has been on saying, I know you don't want to talk VAR tonight, guys, but mm. Peter, you were at the game at the weekend. Barry and I spoke about it with Mark on Monday about. Um, that decision at Celtic Park and it's nothing to do with Celtic it was the VAR decision that nobody wanted apart from the VAR officials everyone I take it knows what we're talking about uh, F.A. Ambrose the ball touches somewhere
4: Huts at the fruit, back and of then his, hits arm. his arm yeah. So well, the, the big giveaway Paul is, is the players next to it yep. the supporters were right behind the goal mm. not one person shouted and I'm sitting at the game and I'm thinking Everybody's looking at each other, what was it for? Yes. Was it a free kick? Or has somebody kicked someone off the ball here? Or whatever? There was not one mm-hmm. person. My argument is, if I'm the referee and I'm only for me, away, which is two mm-hmm. or three yards, and I see that happening, I know, if I've played any type of football, I know it's not a penalty yep. kick. So I'm saying to myself, so VAR's shouting to me, Peter, go and check it. And I'm saying, no, I'm not going to check it because it's not a penalty kick and I'm making the decision, okay, play on. And that's what I'd have done. I don't know if Kevin Clancy's is allowed to do that. I, I don't know if he's told Phil up there that the rule is that he has to go and look but seeing he's told to go and look he's definitely saying <laughs> I didn't need to look guys because I told you it wasn't a penalty no, kick. No penalty. You know it's not a penalty kick. And so why can't he stick with his decision which is I, nothing to see here. Well exactly if I'm next to it Paul yeah I've got to be looking at it and saying, okay, the lines on the offside, sometimes I can I can understand the VAR situation. But for that one, if I'm standing watching it for two or three yards away, there is no way it's a penalty kick. And as I say, you know what Celtic Park would be the same as yeah, Rangers. Sure. They'd all be shouting for a penalty. The players would all be shouting for a penalty. Not one person shouted, and that is the giveaway. And then yeah, the in
5: grid, concern that I've got, right? VAR I've probably went through to Kevin Clancy and said, Listen, you might need to look at this, right? so he's obviously went to look at it what concerns me is Kevin Clancy went to the monitor off the pitch and decided it was a penalty yeah. that's what concerns me because he's he's watched it I don't know what three, four, five times
4: Yeah. No, dude, what they're going to say dude, guys, if we ask the question yeah. they're going to say look at the rule book oh, it's you. number 1601 or whatever I-Fab. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that sort of rubbish listen anybody that's played football nobody would be complaining for a penalty for that we're well, not saying it didn't hit the hand. We know that. But it's never a penalty. I wouldn't have a penalty down the park if you were playing with your pals. That's fact. You know, if somebody came for a penalty, away yeah. you go, you muggy. Give FEM <laughs> girls <give laughs> a break. Uh, so it, it was never a penalty. You know what yeah. I mean? And I'm not saying it for whatever particular yeah. game. It was never a penalty kick. And I think the referee can't have everything <laughs> taken away from Paul. You know what I mean? <laughs> saying to him, hold on a minute. You can't go back and say it's not a penalty kick
3: she put in an advert at this point says if you're affected by any of these issues around <laughs> VAR
4: call this hell it's definitely. driving its own nuts I'm definitely I told you and before it came up
3: Yeah. I told you You did. I I said did. it to you a nightmare it it you off. said it here first <laughs> right, will we talk football for this weekend after the break because the games are coming thick and fast
2: the go radio football show with macklinmotors.co.uk choose and reserve your next used car online today for a fully refundable £99 let's
3: go Wednesday evening the go radio Radio Football Show, Paul Cooney with Barry Ferguson and Peter Grant. Lots of you have been on, making comments on some of the transfers, some of the about young players coming through. That was a great call earlier from Martin. Uh, here's some news. Josip Juranovic stars tonight for Union Berlin and they're up against Werder Bremen. So straight in, maybe no surprise?
4: No surprise. Well, he's been fully fit, hasn't he? He's only missed yep. the last couple of weeks, yep. really. He played uh, Celtic Rangers match. And you think to yourself he's going to be as fit as he's, and listen as a player you want to go there and get started right away you know and listen big club as well big supporting the Bundesliga is brilliant I love the Bundesliga every game you go to the stadiums are full because the prices are magnificent and it's something he'll be looking forward to you know he's, I'm surprised he went there because all the names that was getting mentioned yeah. mm-hmm. but as I say I hope he's a great success because he's done really well with Celtic
3: there's worse places to be Barry it's a uh...
5: It's a it's a great country isn't it in Germany. They do it's things like, well. It's a great league. Yeah, yeah. Really enjoy watching it. Real good quality um players, good teams, good managers. Some of the stadiums are, are unbelievable. Yeah. Um I've played in Germany um against right a right few Bayern Munich, by Leverkusen, mm. Borussia Dortmund teams like that. So yeah, it's a strong strong league the Bundesliga. Paris Saint-Germain I'm joking uh, sorry <laughs> I don't well,
4: know why Dortmund they do that, that. <laughs> I, I just thought it was so but Dortmund, <laughs> yeah. Barry's talking about Dortmund. Dortmund is the best atmosphere mm-hmm. that I've ever played oh yeah in. the Westfalen stadium that, that was brilliant yeah. you know what I mean when that, you talk about stadiums and yeah. playing in yeah. an so atmosphere course, wasn't it yeah but it, it was brilliant but a funny thing a funny story about we yeah. played a European game there and then we come off after it there was a big swimming pool in the way dressing room a massive full size cool. swimming pool we were all doing dive bombs and all that, you know, <laughs> after the game and, you know, the usual. we could go next door and we walk by there. they're all getting the mass, soap massages. Oh, <laughs> You're supposed to use it as a yeah. recuperation. <laughs> we were doing the dive bombs if we're in baths. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, it was I, a brilliant I, pl-
4: story. I played no
5: the old Olympic Stadium. What, what was it like? I, yeah, that, that was, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was massive, but it was like proper, like, pretty similar to the old Wembley. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was um yeah, it was a, an old fashioned stadium, but that was that was um some experience that. You two are winners at Wembley. That would be the new Wembley, wasn't it, when Birmingham City won the League
4: Cup. Yeah. Um, look looking at you both, yeah, it was, wasn't yeah, it? It was, was the new Wembley. I think it yeah. was the first cup final, maybe it yeah. they went back there. It could have been the first cup final back at Wembley. Because they were all talking about Arsenal, it was a bit mm-hmm. like Celtic scenario. They didn't won a trophy in six years. And everybody was raving about Arsenal. Yeah. we weren't playing. We were just turned up to be beat. Of course, <laughs> but you won it with your old gaffer,
3: of course. Absolutely, Alex Absolutely. McLeish. Who'll be troubled at the moment because of uh, great affection for Aberdeen. He's one of the one of the Aberdeen greats, a Glasgow boy, and obviously we talk about him. He's a, he's a Rangers great as well as manager. But my goodness, McLeish and Miller. Up there in Aberdeen, where well, they were the number one team in the country, was still happy to find out, bad. wasn't it? Those two.
4: Well, you yeah. name that team, don't you? You're right. You yeah. name that team, though. Know, when you talk about really strong teams organized, you can name Leighton. Leighton. You know, yep. you'd Stuart McKinney, McKinney or Stuart Kennedy. Well done. You know, you'd Rugby, Rugby. Rugby McLeish Miller, you'd Simpson Cooper, God rest him. Yep. You know, you'd Hugh at that time, as a super mm-hmm. sub, who was known all the time. You'd Peter Weir, you'd Ian mm-hmm. You name them Mark all. McGee, Mark Eric McGee, Black. Eric Black, Eric Frank Black. McDougall. All these boys, you could name all <laughs> these teams. You know, Andy Watson, Doogie Bell, yeah. you know, all the ones that used we're to do on the bench as well. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, a, yeah. but you can name them all. And that's how good a team they were. I'll tell yeah, you what, know, do you what, do 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 know the them. reason why, I mean,
5: yeah. I was only a kid. Do you know the reason why I know it was a great partnership? Because that's all he spoke about. <laughs> did he? <laughs> I <think> I, uh, <laughs> tell uh, us, uh, did, did he do he it? No, I'm only kidding. It was, it was. No, no <laughs> listen, he told us a few stories, how good they were, but people you ask and, sure. and obviously you watch the older games They were, that that was a right good Aberdeen team 40 years I ago I bet they wish you they could have that cup. team Some, yeah, well, of course exactly Players. Well, the, even today the thing today, about, the thing yeah. about
4: Alec, he's very supporter of Jim he's a big supporter of Jim good. at Aberdeen yeah. you know what I mean so that's yeah. great to have when you've got somebody like that who comes through there and is steeped in their history he's a big supporter of Jim's you know and obviously he knows it's result based and we, we know that ourselves and we work together so but he's a big supporter of the
5: regard regarding Jim I, I think should keep him and do you know why like, I know they're out the cup see how he goes the next six, eight weeks see if he can get it back get them winning again I think if they, they get rid of him I think it might be too too soon I think he deserves a bit longer I know the, the last couple of results have been horrendous that one on Monday night but I think sometimes you get rid of a manager too quickly yeah. which they've done obviously yeah, Stephen Glass a few times um, say right Jim do you know what We'll give you another couple of months. Go and see if you can rejuvenate that squad. Go and see if you can get this team back to, to winning ways. Because, uh, listen, I,
4: I do think he is, is a good manager, Jim. Let's go through the greats, managers. Mm-hmm. And they all started, you know, trying to build something. In a way, Sir Alex, we can talk about as the oh, main one at Manchester sure. United, had to get was rid that four of four or five years. Was yeah, they had to get rid of a lot. And they talked ah. about that game at Forest when Mark Robbins, the Coventry manager, now scored the goal in the League Cup. And they said that was the one he was getting sacked after that. And by all accounts, that was fact. That wasn't, yeah, but it went on. But he knew he had to change. And maybe Jim's seen things that we don't see. Of course. And I think he's been very, very respectful to his players. And he's not tried to hide away for certain performances and whatever he and he's not crucified them, he knows they're no. given everything they've got, and that, that's fine, but we, we all understand that we've all been there, myself and Barry have been there, we understand that situation, and some people will be saying, oh, they're only backing up because it's his mate or whatever, mm-hmm. nothing to do with that, because it can be the situation, who do you bring in, what's he going, he's yeah. starting for square one again, mm-hmm. he's got the same players, because he's only got a small period, of, <laughs> six days as it he says left, you know, if he's yeah, going to get any players in six you know, days four that's hours that's what yeah. I'm saying if he's going to get players in so what's going to change it's going to be a different voice yeah. that's all you're going to get and I've seen Jim's work you know you've seen it with St Mirren you've seen it what he done with Aloua and part time so you would keep him Peter? of course so, I would yeah. because I, would, I, I think, think managers deserves... I think managers need a wee yeah. opportunity to take it's never going to always be no. great you know and listen outside Robbie at Hearts mm-hmm. who else has been consistent in the division you know Who else has been consistent? But it's because it's Aberdeen football club, and I understand that. But we've got to remember, they've went through that the last couple of years with Stephen and that as well, so there's been a lot of turmoil. So sometimes you've got to settle down, and I know it's not easy, because as soon as the board get a little bit of criticism for the fans, which they've had a lot of criticism for, then they think mm, we're not going to get that support. I would love Jim to get the support, and I know the Aberdeen fans maybe not agree with that, but I'd no, love sure. him to get the support for that. If this
3: was Glasgow, uh, Aberdeen station rather than Glasgow, I bet they would be on because the fans they want instant success. But unless they going you to get in,
5: no, I know I agree with you, and I think Dave Cormack, if, another if, payoff, another of uh, course, it'll cost another bit of money. I'm not saying he deserves another year or two, I think they should say, Right, Jim, do you know what? Let's see how we do yeah. up until. The end of April, and then if it's not going as well as we want it to go, then you can bring a, a, bring a new manager yep. in before the season ends where he can have a look at the players. But I think he deserves the opportunity because um, he's, he's not even been in the job a year, no. yeah.
4: and
5: it's difficult. Bad, and they paid, sure. they paid, I think they paid a quarter of a million pounds compensation to get him out of St. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And I, I listen, so, and
4: as you say, football wise, Paul, and in, in, in he's really clued in in his football, he wants to do well. He, leaves no stone on no. Turn trying to prepare you know and we you know what football's like you've got to win we've only got five minutes left so we'll start with this game then
3: Hibs against Aberdeen you've both said you hope Jim Goodwin's still in the dugout who's going to win the
4: game? I wouldn't surprise me if it's Aberdeen right I wouldn't surprise first me first away win you know because yeah. it becomes a pressure on Hibs yep yeah. Because of it, mm-hmm. you know, because and <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And it becomes okay. a pressure because they're at home and their fans could be turning on them quickly mm-hmm. if they don't start properly because they'll be saying, Aberdeen are rubbish, mm-hmm. Aberdeen are this or that. And that may be the thing that it may be a good one for Aberdeen to be away from home for. Kevin, this bit could be a way to Millwall by then. Barry, what do you think? If Jim's
5: in charge, Aberdeen will win. And if he's not, we'll oh, wait and see. I'll get beat.
3: We'll talk on <laughs> <laughs> Friday. Mm. Um, Ross County against Kilmarnock. Barry, what do you
5: reckon? Both Of them need the points, you
3: know. I know Derek's yeah. getting away yeah, from Do you know what I'm going to do? I, yep. I
5: think Kilmarnock will win that. Yeah, they're going to win, yeah. That'll be a hammer. I blow think r- to Ross could mean that again in the yeah. cup, getting put out against Akies and penalties. That's one they're expected to win. Their form's mm-hmm. not been great. Um, yeah, I, I think Kilmarnock, I think it'll be
4: a draw. And I'm okay. not just, I yeah, just think it's, it's one of the ones that's one that got the draw yep. written all over Mal could be desperate to win. Derek's very difficult to beat, you know. You, you, you wouldn't like Ross County to go one nil down. Because then I, then I would see I would become one at one at this moment in time. What about
3: Paisley? St Mirren against Motherwell? Peter? I'll go St Mirren. Mm-hmm. Going for St Mirren yeah. at home. My goodness. Uh,
5: they're good at home, aren't they Barry? And they're well mm-hmm. They are. Their mm-hmm. home form's good. Their away form's not so good. Motherwell in the league form's been mm-hmm. poor. I think they'll get a bit of confidence but we are going up to have both, which yeah. was a tricky tie for mm-hmm. them. I'll go a draw one each. Going for a draw on that one. And the other game is Rangers against St Johnson on
3: Saturday. Rangers winning last weekend. Rangers pretty
4: convincingly.
3: The Michael Beale. so that would be 10 games by then? Yep.
4: Yep. I think they'll get a lift for the signings as well. Uh, Maybe a few other bodies Mm -hmm. in the door. The the, the fans have been treated to see that so I think there's been excitement around about them. I'll take Rangers to win comfortably. And on Sunday, Livy against Hearts. Peter, Davey Martindale has done well and deserves credit and of course Robbie and Hearts flying I just can't see by Hearts at this moment in time the way they're playing you know they've got a goal scorer scoring goals you know and that's so so important Um, and as I say they've mixed their game up Hearts will not be playing square across the back think they're allowing Livingston to settle they'll be putting Livingston under pressure hoping the ball's going to drop to Shanklin so I'll go for Hearts in that one Hearts Barry yeah I think
5: it'll be a close one I think Hearts will just nick it watching that game at the weekend I Think Robbie's seen a different side to his team. Mm -hmm. They they weren't great, but they won the game 3 0. But there was a just to me, there was a real togetherness. Yeah, defended really well, scored some good goals. So, yeah, I think Hearts will just nick that. And then on Sunday, Dundee United against Celtic. Yeah, but I think Celtic will win by a couple of goals. And the
3: beat goes on. That'll be what 54, 55 league games. Yeah, I think that's
4: important for them. It's a Fan is always difficult no matter what dundee are going through it's always a difficult place to go but Celtic have got too much quality yeah. and I think the players have added to it that gives another exciting vibe to it because you've added to it when you're winning and playing well and these all boys look as if they're ready to come in and play mm-hmm. and it's not going to change much so and Keogh goes on fire of course their only defeat of course was on the on the road um at St, St. yeah, and Kyogo top scorer birthday boy at the weekend Yeah, but he's getting listen, better and better but, but the thing his yeah. movement's brilliant as I say some, when you're at the game it's even better because he's he still got the old school movement Barry and we've spoke about before as he comes short to get in behind you it's a bit of a nightmare for defenders he, but the, the most important thing in the two games I've seen Paul against St Mirren the kick off was 10 he ran and closed the ball down and blocked the ball it's a small detail but it set the tone for the match in both games and these small details make the difference and it obviously puts the ball on the back of the net as well He's great to watch one of the best so
3: still nine points in it could be six by the game on Sunday uh, when Celtic are in action Rangers of course on Saturday and Barry you reckon final thoughts could be
5: a couple more signings maybe Whittaker and Raskin in the next couple of days Yeah well it's clear Michael Beale said that, that he wants to strengthen that's the two players that are getting named um, so don't be surprised if you see one or even two before the game um, against St Johnson at the weekend. And hopefully three substitutes in the future. It's not going to happen soon,
3: <laughs> is it? I was just thinking there about Livingston. Look at the ground at Darvall the other night. I mean, it was magnificent. Surely, you know, Rugby Park uh, and also Livy,
4: they should be grass pitches now. I understand the reason why, Paul, no. yeah. because I've said it before, we'd love it all to be grass. Yep. I think financially, I think if I'm right, Hamilton, it was a million pound they lost in one year Did they mm-hmm. change back to grass because they can use it for training, they can use it for the, the community. Sure. All these things, you know, and it's a hell of a lot of money now. I think they should be helped out with their television money, whether it's to keep your pitches, because the pitches, I see some of the grass pitches are horrendous. Oh, yeah, sure, especially this time Horrendous, of year. Know. you know what I mean? So they need, everybody now, needs help. Watching the Celtic game at the weekend, I thought they had pipes. Celtic. You could see a difference, could you? Yeah, the weather. I thought that yeah. looked thinner. I yeah. think John's. I was speaking to John Hayes about it, and yeah. he wasn't happy. There was a problem with it because the amount of rain they had, and they did the youth game against Rangers as That's well, right, right. when the weather was really bad. Surprised, because it's been, it's been in tip top condition. And when I watched that,
5: kind of. I think there was a hell of a
4: lot of water on it before that Rangers Celtic game, you know, which caused it a wee bit of problem. This time
3: tomorrow night, well, five o'clock, we'll be here with Leanne Crichton and Andy Walker. Peter, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much, Paul. Barry, Thanks. you're back here on Friday with Mark and uh, a another. Oh, i we on holiday. <laughs> we'll no, I'm going to see my nephew play rugby Good. in oh, Belfast. There was another holiday yeah. a steady. Uh, <laughs> and the news is next Joke all day. Thanks, guys. Oh.
2: The Go Radio Football Show with MacklinMotors.co.uk. Your local friendly experts for new and used cars. Let's go.